about our obsession with film, fashion, and pop culture. So, how are you today, Brie? I'm good. How are you, Nick? I'm pretty good. What's been new with you? Not much. Just living life. Um, just, uh, just bringing forward. Nice, right? Yeah. I know. Lost that hour of sleep. <laughs> Which, this time... I didn't even notice. Usually I notice a lot more, and this year I really, really couldn't tell. I have to agree, and I've had to get up early for work, and it kind of feels just like another day, you know? That being said, I almost just fell down the steps. (laughs) You dropped a whole thing of cinnamon rolls this morning, so (laughs) yeah, we're not feeling it at all. No, we're like, fine. But... So, for today's episode of Movie Club, we're discussing the 2002 body swap comedy, The Hot Chick. Yeah. Starring Rob Schneider, America's favorite. Yep. Male gigolo. Deuce Bigelow. Which I thought his name was Bruce Bigelow. You did! Yeah. Bob Schneider. (laughs) Exactly. Bob is short for Rob. That's true. We discussed that last (laughs) week about the Ned and the Edward thing. Just bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. But today is actually very special because we have our first guest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's someone I know and love, Ben Scott. Hey. Re- really quick, y'all mm-hmm. were talking about y'all having weird Mondays. This morning when I got to work, we have like key cards that we use to get into the building. I tried to use my house key to open the front door oh, at no. work. And I was like, oh, oh, wow, this is not, this is a Monday for sure. Oh, Yeah. I've been, uh, you know what though, this whole day I've been very confused. I'm like, is it a Sunday? Is it a Tuesday? But the vibes are very Monday. Very Monday, yeah. The weird thing was though, I don't know if I just got great sleep last night, but I woke up with a tremendous amount of energy. I don't know. Dang. I also, I think I did myself a number of favors in that, like, I got a lot done this weekend. So by the end of the weekend, I was like ready to uh, start the week and was like oh man i'm not like thinking about all the things i wish i could have done i did them so i kind of set myself up for success but still had a very weird start to the monday it's really awesome well so what do you do oh uh well boring day job thing is no 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 not like that oh okay uh well (laughs) (laughs) oh damn okay the day job does not count um i make silly video well they're not silly but i make video game uh videos for youtube on the uh youtube channel hitbox detective and i also host and produce the uh nintendo centric podcast called me myself and i where i talk about nintendo news and share what i've been playing so if you want to check that out it's on spotify and apple and google and uh yeah also on youtube if you want to watch the video component where i like pull up the news articles and do all of that but just had a Gran Turismo 7 video go live today. It's very good. It's uh, March 14th, so it went live on Pi Day. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, also had a a Sly Cooper video for anybody that cares. It's probably not your target demo. I don't know. I don't know y'all's analytics and who listens to the show. Hey, mom and dad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, 
Uh, and I, I also write for the video game website, uh, lordsofgaming.net, or Logmen, if you want to sound, like, cool and official. Aren't your, like, names, like, Lord? Aren't you, like, Lord Ben Scott or something? No, they say Lord Hitbox Detective, but that's, like, something you, can't, you can't fight. It's, like, it's a thing on the website, so, like, uh, I can't be the one guy that's, like, hey, don't call me that, but... That's why would fun. you yeah 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 no it's a thing i i don't mind why would you not want to be called a lord yeah it's weird uh, they all call themselves brother as well or like if you're a female it's sister huh. and uh sounds like a cult it's it feels like i'm in like a weird like really friendly cool cult so nexium are you a nexium ben i don't even know what that means oh the vow oh the hbo Mickey hit series the vow oh no i have no idea what that is oh, don't get me started i forgot the dude's name but they were all in a relationship with this ugly ass man and they watched him play volleyball for years. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about this off mic, but like if you know, show. you know. Yeah. Well, you know me. I don't watch too many TV shows. I watch movies, though. That's true. Well, we like, are watching a movie. Like the hot chick. Yeah. yeah. So, Ben and Bree. Yeah. What? Did you guys see, like, the hot chick when it came out? I I remember seeing it. I mean, I don't know if I saw it in theaters or on DVD, but I've seen it multiple times, like, in my life. So, and somewhere around the time it came out and later in life, like, as a teen and and now again and, like, last year. So, I don't know. I've seen it a handful of times. Do, do you remember, <laughs> So So, before the, the weird cut that we had to do because <laughs> of the mic issue... I said very confidently that I saw this movie in theaters, but now I can't remember if I saw The Animal in theaters with my mom and sister, oh. or if I saw The Hot Chick, which are two very similar movies from, like, the same era. Like, Came out a year apart, I think, directed by the same dude, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No relation. The greatest quarterback of yeah. all time. <laughs> That's what I thought, for real. I was. <laughs> he can do it all. Yeah, he really can. Isn't he a lawyer now? What? He just retired. I feel like I heard that, but I could just be re like regurgitating fake news. Okay, I don't know sports. All I know about Tom Brady is, okay, I think it was like um the questions that Vogue does with all the celebrities, and I remember they did one on Giselle Bündchen. Mm. Okay. And Wait, is he with her? He's married to her, yeah. What? He, he has really, it all. He really can do anything. <laughs> but she just the whole time she was just like te amo te amo and then she was like eating weird food and then being like here's my husband tom brady and that's what i know about tom brady wow go tom brady yeah i totally forgot he was married to her that's you know that's awesome that is wow it's one lucky man <laughs> but this tom or brady is... is not married to her <laughs> or is giselle the lucky lady well, no <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough she's like the one of the most iconic aughts supermodels yeah that's true well she's like one of the last supermodels the quarterback but he wasn't in the devil wars prada <laughs> he was in the super bowl several times so was giselle she was looking fabulous on the sidelines okay fair enough sorry i don't All know right, why no, i'm yeah. so combat combative <laughs> Yeah. You're like, don't say anything about Giselle. I will come for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Giselle Bunchin fan club. Okay. You card carrying member? Mm hmm. Let's see. Get out your wallet. <laughs> it's just a credit card for Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Do you get those wings when you sign up? 
Do you? Because Brie has a Victoria's Secret credit card. Uh, the, when you say wings, do you mean the actual wings? Like those like angel wings? Like that you get wings? to wear? Or are we talking about like figurative wings? Oh, like if you drank a Red Bull? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what type of wings. If you put on a Wonder Bra, you just start sprouting wings. Yeah. That's Victoria's Secret. Oh. It's the wings. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about the hot the chick. The hot chick. Well, Giselle Bunchen is a hot chick. Oh. Hotter good, than Good segue. Rob Schneider. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I saw the hot chick when it came out in theaters. I was aware of the movie though. Mm-hmm. Cause the poster is kind of iconic. Despite Rob Schneider not being like Tom Brady level looks. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Who else would you have cast in this movie if it wasn't Rob Schneider? If you're going to make this movie. At any point in time? Nah, 2002. That's when it came mm. out, right? Yeah, this is, I'm thinking. 2002, you're casting this movie. This came out before The Animal, right? After, um, a year after. Uh, oh. What's that guy's name? Uh, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Well, so, yeah, Vince oh, Vince Vaughn, maybe. Well, if it came out after the animal, mm-hmm. then it makes sense that you have to cast Rob Schneider, but because you don't want like a triple X, I Vin Diesel Ice Cube thing. Oh, that's true. I forgot Ice Cube was triple X, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh. And, and like the sequel, but it's like he yeah. plays the same guy. No, you can't do that. Yeah. But it almost feels similar, doesn't it? Like, if you're doing these kind of movies, it feels like the like if you already did The Animal, then you're like, oh, okay, okay. we're trying to establish this weird... Jim Carrey? <laughs> yeah. Almost. I don't know. Because it's... To your point... But Jim Carrey is good, so put a pin in that. But, like, to your point, this is... Like, I know we talk about in this pod a lot the Nancy Myers cinematic universe. Okay. Which is a made-up thing. Like, it's something we've created. Okay. But Adam Sandler, with Happy Madison Productions, actually has the Adam Sandler cinematic universe. Yeah. And this is a part of it. And this is Rob Schneider's, like, Ant-Man. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, um, do you ever see uh, Little Nicky? Yeah. Okay, yes. remember his roommate? The guy with the glasses that was balding, played by uh, Alan Covert, I think. They gave him his Ant-Man and Grandma's Boy. Oh, okay. Because that's a Happy Madison production. Yeah. Oddly, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm trying to adjust my mic really quick. Oh, I don't think I've seen Grandma's Boy. Oh, dude. Add it to the list. (laughs) Y'all got to do that. I want to listen to that episode. I listen to y'all's shows at work. Oh, sweet. So, uh, yeah, I would love to uh, listen to that episode of y'all talking about Grandma's Boy. I don't know if that's your audience, but... I mean, Ben, you are, stats-wise, analytics-wise, you are, like, to the party's number one fan, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every episode, day it comes out. Yeah, Yeah, we appreciate you, Ben. We do. Hey, right on. So well, if y'all watch my videos, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Um. So yeah, if we do Grandma's Boy, you're kind of y- y'all can like there. phone in to me, mm-hmm. and I'll be your uh 
your fun fact trivia guy. Yes. Your lifeline for who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> for sure. We'll just quiz you. Yeah. On Grandma's Boy. Just throw random questions at me. That'd be fun. Who is the gray bush? Y'all don't get that reference. <laughs> no. I've only, seen should. It, I've only seen it once. Yeah. But fucking, is it Lisa or Linda? Cardellini. Linda. Oh, or, she's a babe. Yeah, and she's in it. That's true. Smoke show. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail y'all's show too much. No, you're fine. This is in the 2002 realm, though, because, like, Scooby-Doo came out in 2002. Linda Cardellini's Velma, Ooh. so. I can always tie it back to 2002, Ben. Don't okay. worry. Okay. But. But yeah, so like, let's take a trip back to December 2002. So the latest Bond film, Die Another Day, had just been released, and it concluded Brosnan's run as a titular character and provided a banger of a Bond theme by Madonna. It was still the year of the sequels. It was continued by Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, and Eminem's Lose Yourself was the number one song in the country. Hot jam. Mom spaghetti. (laughs) Wow. I remember being so. Remember when roller rinks were a thing? Yes, yes. There was a place in Newport Ritchie, Florida, called Astro Skate, and it, it, I lived there. And uh, this was like in the period of time where, like, my sister and I would just get dropped off, and there were elementary to middle school kids freak dancing to "Lose Yourself," like or like Eminem in like the music of that era in the back of this Astro Skate, and uh. So you taking me back to that right now with that setup. Dude, in 2002, I lived on the Outer Banks. There was a nightclub, like, or a kid's nightclub. It was like an arcade by day. And then you'd go into a room. Mm -hmm. And then people would be freak dancing to, like, lose yourself by Eminem. Is this in the Front Porch Cafe building? No. Is it that arcade? No, it was in Nags Head up the beach. Oh, okay. Got you. Huh. That sounds like a good time. It was. It was so good. I was going to say, it was probably the stock room if it was that. You know, like, you'd be in the main area, but then you'd go into, like, a back room. People just be freak dancing. Where they, like, keep the boxes. <laughs> but is that a... Th- I mean, hearing you talk about it, I don't know if there was a thing like that where you no. break. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all, but I wish. But I feel like growing up on the Outer Banks, they really facilitated... The party lifestyle for children. Yeah, remember the pit? I remember the pit. I fell down the steps at the pit. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> Were you at that party, Ben? What is up with you falling downstairs? <laughs> I don't know. It's your arch nemesis. Anyways, that's a story for another time. That's not 2002. That's like 2010. So. Yeah. Yeah. But. But, yeah. <laughs> the only other touchstone I have for the year 2002 is that's the year my family split up. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, dark joke. Wow. Not really a joke, but <laughs> very real. <laughs> so it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah, the hot chick came out. Divorce ravaged the family. It was good times. There there were some other good movies that came out too, though, right? I think. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I'm trying to remember now. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Well, that was 2002? Yeah. Oh, dang. I thought that was like later, like 2004. Dang. Man, I saw a lot of movies in theaters that year. I feel like I did, too. Brie, your favorite Shrek. movie? No. Oh. <laughs> that was 2001. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I got too excited. 
<laughs> Master of Disguise, your second favorite. Wait, movie. that was two thousand two. No, the that's, summer. That's my favorite. Wow. Yeah. No, because it was the summer. We saw so many movies this summer of two thousand two. Yeah. Wow. I saw Master of Disguise. At, at so I was raised a Latter Day Saint Mormon, and uh, I was at like a big sleepover, and they showed us Master of Disguise at this house and all i remember is the like i think it's at the end of the movie where they're like i'm gonna get you pistachio and he's like chasing him around <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah that's my takeaway <laughs> i really want i think we should add that to the list we should it's a good one yeah yeah i haven't seen it since then we nikki owns a copy i, I do i do too she got me one for christmas I'm scanning. I'm looking for it. Is I think it... it's behind oh, okay. all these movies. You put it behind and not in front? I'm so sorry, Brie. <laughs> She's not proudly displaying it. <laughs> like she is the bling ring. I don't even know what that is. It's a Sofia Coppola film. Oh, okay. Sorry. I take it back. Uh, Let's see. What else? Mamma Mia. And it's complicated on the same DVD. The Nanny. The complete series. Is that the complete series? No, it's just season one. Oh. An excellent season, though. It is. Yeah. It's a perfect first season, in remember, my humble opinion. Remember when we watched the first episode? We watched the pilot at my sister's house. I had the best sleep of my life there. Not Straight to go on up, a tangent. Air mattress, ice cold room, the nanny. I know all about that air mattress life. Oh, yeah, Brie sleeps on an air mattress. Yeah, it's a very fancy one, though. It's, like, this tall. It's, like, really tall and Wait, cushiony. how long does it hold the air for? I don't know. It hasn't stopped holding air, so at least, you know, as long as it can. I mean, wow. I'll deflate it some days, and some days I won't. And, like, refill it? I not, don't really have to. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> but th you can make them really firm, so you can really yeah. support your back. Yeah, no, it's great for my back somehow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Just learn something about Brie. Sleeps on an air mattress. Oh, yeah. But hey, if you're getting good sleep, screw it. Yeah. It's either air mattress or floor mattress. It's two different moods. <laughs> I remember, sorry, I know that we're going to circle back to the, the hot chick. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm going to find a way to rope this back into the hot chick. Don't you worry. Okay. So, oh, I, I, I almost know how you'll rope it back. But there was a period of time when I was in high school where I made like a little like nest bed in my closet. And slept in there for like a week. Did your parents know? I don't know. I could ask my mom. You want me to text her? <laughs> like, do you do you know that I slept in the closet? She probably didn't. Is it your current closet? No. Oh, okay, because your current closet, I would sleep in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be cozy yeah. to walk in. So you'd be all right. But no, you'll see the other one. It's uh, it's small. Were you hanging out the closet? I mean, like, I like, I would like go in there, but this is like before smartphones and everything. So I would go in there and it was just kind of like a series of beanbag chairs and pillows and blankets. And I would like post up with uh, uh, my Game Boy SP or like my mm. Nintendo DS and just like play games and then close and fall asleep. Sounds cozy. Wait, you closed the door and fell asleep? Yeah. Huh. Like Harry Potter style? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Harry Potter style. Yeah. Wow. Except it was by choice. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. That's so. cool. But you know, yeah. speaking of coming out of the closet, <laughs> like uh, Anna Ferris kind of does in this film. Oh, the yeah. The hot chick. <laughs> Did you think that's how I was going to go? No, was, I thought you were going to talk about the little brother. Oh, I forgot about the little brother. Booger? 
Booger. Yeah, his name yeah, is yeah, Booger. I don't even know his name. But yeah. So before we just, we're gonna go in on the hot check. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna grab her by the balls. <laughs> the balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are y'all a fan? Of Rob Schneider, the Adam Sandler universe of it all. Like, what are your thoughts on, well, one, Rob Schneider, and then two, like, Adam Sandler and his buddies? Okay. Well, to be honest, I'm trying to think of another Rob Schneider film that I have seen, and I can't. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, The Animal. I don't know. The Benchwarmers? Okay. I think I've seen The Benchwarmers. It's been a while, though. I've seen The Hot Chick a lot. And the other ones, I don't know. I don't remember. Be honest, my favorite Rob Schneider, which is in small doses, I only like him in small doses, Big Daddy. I really liked him in Big Daddy. Oh, the hip hop hippopotamus guy? The delivery guy? Yeah. He delivered like sandwiches and stuff? Yeah. Wait, that sounds familiar. I think I've seen that. Yeah. He's like teaching him how to read. And he's like, hip, hip hop, hip hop hippopotamus or something. <laughs> to that effect um i think he's all right yeah i was gonna say that um i feel like i grew up with these guys like in in terms of like the adam sandler cinematic universe so yeah i do like them it's mostly nostalgia based i'm sure if you like deeply analyzed it you you could like probably like it doesn't hold up by today's like standards uh but I like them. I enjoy. I enjoy their, I like the movies. I, I haven't seen anything recent, uh, you know. And Rob Schneider in particular, I think I do enjoy. I did. I, oh. I liked the Benchwarmers, and he is the star of that movie. Um, I don't think he's terrible. I but I will admit I haven't seen Deuce Bigelow, and that's probably his best movie, or most like recognized yeah so that's a blind spot for me but in terms of like uh um i like him as like a like a cameo kind of supporting actor in that way but the times that he's done his own thing have been all right you know gotcha i yeah i like him in the cameos i don't really love his solo stuff um but I do love Adam Sandler films. Like, they're, like, nostalgic for me as well. Like, they're comfort. Like, I went through a really bad breakup one time, and I just – well, Brie was there. But, like, I um just, like, laid on the couch and watched a lot of Adam Sandler movies, and it really got me through. So, you know. No, he's great. I, I enjoy his movies. He has, like, um a lot of heart in his stuff. You know, it's it's silly, and it, some of it's kind of innocent humor. I mean, some of it is not, but you know what I mean? It's, I don't know how to describe it. I feel like he's like a giant kid. Yeah. I, I think that this movie in particular, like at one point I turned to y'all and was like, man, like say what you want about this movie, but it has heart. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's the glue that holds together every Adam Sandler movie is that there's heart at the core of it. And that's probably why this one's my favorite Rob Schneider, like movie where he's the lead. Wow. I mean, that's not saying much, but yeah. <laughs> but Bree, do you want to do a quick synopsis of the hot chick? Sure. An attractive and popular teenager who is mean-spirited towards others finds herself in the body of an older man 
and must find a way to get back to her original body. So that sounds simple, but... (laughs) (laughs) At what point do we get to address the huge plot hole? Let's do it now. Yeah, we can address it. Okay, so in the beginning of the movie, they show this, like, ancient Egyptian scene where this, like, princess uses these earrings to swap places with, like, a chambermaid or somebody Mm -hmm. to essentially, like, give her the opportunity to live in riches, and then the princess or the the to-be queen uh, doesn't have to marry the person that she's going to marry. But when the people come in to, like, get the queen and bring the bride to the king, they don't go... Hey, what are you doing in the queen's clothes? Right. They kind of just like, uh, it's more of like a soul swap. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they switch bodies. I don't think they switch bodies either. And so when Rachel McAdams and Rob Schneider do the thing with the earrings and switch places, why does Rob Schneider wake up in Rachel McAdams' bed? Because it's his soul? But they did a body swap and their souls stayed in place instead of the soul switching to the other body. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? It's like the opposite of Freaky Friday, I guess. Yeah, but it's it's even the opposite of what happened in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's I, really I never really noticed, to be honest. This whole time that I've seen it, and I've seen it a lot, I haven't noticed. It's one of those things that I've stop myself from thinking about because i'm like ah this is this is a certain type of film so i'm just gonna suspend disbelief i'm gonna roll with this yeah i feel like that was like so much of this film is just suspending disbelief and rolling with it and just not questioning yeah it really makes me wonder because we can't be the only people to have ever noticed that no i've read reviews and everything from this time everyone notices it okay it's really that, but to be fair, it happens. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you just, I feel like I didn't even have to actively let go. It just, the movie kept trucking. And then I was just like, all right, I guess this is what we're doing. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's, if you had to poke one hole in this movie, that's definitely the one to poke. Like the biggest plot hole yeah. in the movie? There's quite a few, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, The Hot Chick, it came out on December 13th, 2002. And that weekend, the number one spot was Made in Manhattan, number two, Star Trek Nemesis, number three, Drumline, number four, Die Another Day, and then coming in fifth place at the box office was The Hot Chick. Wow. That's not bad. My family contributed to that, <laughs> I think, or it was the animal. Oh, my family totally went to see Made in Manhattan. Ooh. When you say that, I picture Jersey Girls. But I know that's not it. No, Made in Manhattan's the J-Lo movie with Ray Fiennes, and she's like a um, maid who turn, like who gets to dress up and falls in love with the, the white man. I remember that movie now. It's really cute. It was a different era. I know, a different time. It really yeah. was. Were you watching Drumline, Brie? What's your story? Uh, I was not watching Drumline. I remember it being around. Um, well, I remember Harry Potter. I remember being around for that one. Um, are we just talking about the the top five? 
I don't know. We're just talking. <laughs> what was the top five I, again? I remember Eight Crazy Nights. I don't know. I saw that one. In Did the we theaters. see that one together? Probably. Because I just remember it was a crazy time. And I think it was a little inappropriate. Yeah, it was. At the time. Like, it wasn't yeah. for kids, but. Yeah, that old man has that seizures. Or those seizures all the time. You remember that? Oh, um, what's his name? Oh, like Whitey or something. Yeah, Whitey. Like oh, I felt yeah. so bad for that old man. I actually, at the time, I really enjoyed that movie. I did too. I was like, wow, this is profound. Like towards the end, I was like, oh, it has heart. Yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler was involved in that one too. Yeah. Yep. So. And it's a Hanukkah movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mazel. Yeah. Mazel tov. You don't see too Shalom. many of those. Mm-mm. Yeah. See a lot of Christmas movies, not a lot of Hanukkah movies. Yeah. But, but yeah, I came in fifth at the box office so it was a success like a moderate success i guess yeah for 2002 yeah yeah <laughs> i mean this was when like a lot of movies were coming out as well mm-hmm. yeah this might have been like i don't want to say peak hollywood because that's not totally accurate but like i remember movies i mean blockbuster was still a thing oh yeah so movies were popping oh my god blockbuster I think this is how I saw the hot chick. Really? Uh, you got you I rented think I it? rented it at Blockbuster. Anyways. <laughs> What's weird is that when I think of Blockbuster, I think of movies that when you're walking through, you see the covers for and you gravitate towards. Like, I think the one I think we'll all kind of acknowledge and admit to having had seen, but maybe weren't allowed to rent. But that movie, Jack Frost. Yes. With the Wait. evil snowman on the cover. Mm-hmm. This is the horror movie? Yeah. Okay, Jack gotcha. Frost. Not the other one that's like with um, Michael Keaton. No, but <laughs> yeah. I always got confused. <laughs> yeah, I get confused. Yeah, but it does have an icon. The hot chick does have an iconic cover, so I could see how somebody would be walking through a blockbuster seeing and go, you know what? This weekend, I'm going home. I'm watching Rob Schneider. Well, this is like also peak Nikki pamphlet times when I would have that blockbuster like monthly pamphlet in my back pocket and just like scanning the movies. Wait, what? Yeah. But in 2002, did you live on the Outer Banks? Yeah. So you were at movie gallery. No. Well, well, no, I was at my dad's every other weekend because, you know, that's right. Just like you in 2002, my parents were also divorced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fair enough. Forgot. Yeah. So, yeah. Try to do that gotcha journalism yeah, like you did to Brie earlier <laughs> while we were setting up. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, how were the reviews, Brie? That's a bad segue, but how were the reviews, Brie? I'm just going to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not good. Not good, Nick. So this isn't like a classic film that's regarded in high esteem by everyone? No. No, not not at all. Um, you sounded so serious. <laughs> well, this is a very serious thing. It is Nick. very serious, Nick. I mean, the bad reviews affect things, <laughs> like Rob Schneider's existence and his whole career. He's, he's probably crying still from these bad reviews. Yeah, those PAs didn't get their Christmas bonuses because of this. It's true. Womp womp. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, do you want me to read it, or you usually read the Ebert's, uh, yeah, review? but I feel like... Alright, I'll take it <laughs> I away. I think you got it. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Roger Ebert and Richard Roper gave the film two thumbs way down. 
Um, Ebert gave the film half a star out of a possible four, declaring the MPAA rates this PG-13. Uh, it's too vulgar for anyone under 13 and too dumb for anyone over 13. Also, I guess if you're exactly 13, it's good. That's what I'm Probably. taking away. <laughs> it says Roper panned the film, saying it is in color and it was mostly in focus. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> Richard Roper, such a dweeb. That's a super snarky way to like say like it's one metric film. It's like wow, they made a movie. Yeah, it was shown in theaters. <laughs> the end. I still can't believe all the people that signed on for it. Oh yeah, like Rachel McAdams. Well, this is before. This is pre Mean Girls. Yeah. Pre The Notebook, uh, pre Red Eye, pre anything. Is it her first like major film? Possibly. Wow. And also, like, I didn't realize like Anna Ferris mm-hmm. or Anna Ferris. I don't know how you Anna Anna whatever. Tomato um, tomato. Yeah, potato potato. <laughs> um, Nelly Furtado. Um, <laughs> Fanta Fanta. Yeah, Fanta Fanta. Um, she'd only done scary movie like one and two at this point wow so she wasn't even like a big name she hadn't done the house bunny yet Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm, i've never seen the house bunny <gasps> add that to the list we got brie you would love the house bunny yeah seriously i remember hearing about it and seeing the the previews but that's so up your alley brie, brie. i love anna ferris anyway so oh yeah you love the scary movies i love the scary movies yeah oh, i feel man. like she's like the same character though as she is in the scary movies which is hilarious to me she's just like oh you know i feel like she just gets herself roped into things somehow and just goes with it what i love about anna ferris is she has this and i think she does it for comedic effect but her voice has a very narrow bandwidth mm-hmm. of like like she almost like uh like whisper exclaims yeah where she's like instead of being like yeah she's like yeah yeah you know she does this like really like she's hamming it up but like she's also not gonna raise her voice and she does things with her eyes and her mouth like she just just has this shocked expression that she always goes to yeah like i don't know yeah and she did that a lot in the hot chick yeah a lot (laughs) (laughs) which i kind of loved i loved anna faris she's the standout she carries the film yeah i agree yeah 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 <laughs> but sorry i know we derailed from reviews but no well, not really yeah there wasn't really any much else to say i don't think just okay. that they were bad and everyone <laughs> hates it yeah um two thumbs way down way down but i don't know if you saw brie mm. okay so like if you type in like in like a google search on the hot chick mm-hmm. there are a couple articles like in 2020 like in recent years where they're really trying to say that the hot chick is a very progressive film. Oh, really? I want to hear these arguments. Do you have the articles? Who? Oh, like, just random people on the internet. But they're trying to make it happen. Like Fetch. So back to Rachel McAdams. They're trying to make Fetch happen. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think it was progressive, sort of. I don't know if I still do, though. I have to, I'd have to re-examine that. No matter, even if you're like... I could see the argument that they're going to make, but it's a two steps forward, one step back kind of movie where it's like, yeah, there's so many other things sprinkled throughout it that just 
kind of detract from that. That even if you are trying to... Except, the only thing I will say is that to to change people's minds, sometimes you do have to kind of meet them in the middle and kind of disguise something to to make them feel comfortable with the idea so that you kind of plant the idea in their brain and let them kind of come to the conclusion on their own without being too on the nose. So maybe... I don't know. They're trying to say, like, stuff about, like, Booger being, like, because the family accepts him, which, true. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, also, I feel like it's to say, like, this film is, like, progressive and blah, blah, blah. I feel like that's very, and not to get on my, like, soapbox. It's kind of, like, not disrespectful, but, like, it's a comedy. Yeah. Like, it's not that deep. And if you make it that deep, you're taking the fun, right? Like, everything that's good about a comedy, you're just, like, sucking the life out of that. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Booger, particularly, is that he is this, like, young kid exploring his sexuality, yeah. To an extent in the house what that nobody's really watching him in. And that's kind of like realistic. Yeah, I was gonna say I think kids just do that. Like Yeah. I don't know. And to to have the family accept him, like when he's running out of the house in the heels and the dad's like, If you're gonna wear him, you gotta learn how to run in him. I loved that. Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah. So I mean there's that stuff sprinkled in there, but then there's also like even though it's really like I thought it was funny, but there's like the stuff at the bar mm-hmm. where Rob Schneider is like yeah. the the bartender is like making him feel bad for being gay potentially. Yeah, and there's like that weird pressure, and I know that 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 gets flipped on its head at the end, uh, which maybe that's the payoff for doing that, but um, the whole time you would be kind of like it. There's like this weird like push-pull, like, tug-of-war going on with all of that stuff, so I don't think they're trying to send any kind of message, really. No. But I enjoy it. Like, that's comedy. I don't know. I don't feel like you have to have a profound message all the time. We're watching The Hot Chick. Like, Bree and I, next week we're gonna be talking about the 2002 Academy Awards. Yeah. Like, this is not a beautiful mind. Wait, that's the Academy Awards with Training Day and Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. This is not that type of movie. But what do you think about, is the hot chick progressive? I mean, maybe a little bit in its own way. I don't think that's, like, the whole intention of the film. I mean, it's comedy, but I think, eh, maybe a little, you know? Just, it's open-minded, I think. I think it's open-minded. I mean, that Asian lady said the N-word, so I don't know. But that was, okay. Okay, (laughs) whoa, 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 okay. (laughs) Do you want to discuss the film, guys? Let's, do you want to just go in? Yeah, yeah, let's let's go in okay. from stem to stern. Yes, the opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are it we, takes a while the, to get going. <laughs> yeah, well, the movie starts with that sequence. It's like the oh, that uh, Egypt in Egypt. Yeah, yeah, which is already kind of like as soon as it started, I was like, wait, did we select the mummy? What are we watching? I totally forgot about that sequence being like. A thing. I thought that was like a flashback later in the film, like when they discover the earrings at the shop. I thought, I don't know, I just don't remember it starting that way, but it does. Same, not at all. Yeah, I don't remember this either. Yeah. And then cut to modern day. I really don't. 
I don't know. Well, it uh, it immediately like transitioned to the cheerleading, the cheerleading. routine. Yes. At the beginning, and uh, them being really mean to um, what was her name? It's not Heisenberg, but it's uh, like dots. <laughs> yeah, it's like Close. I call her dots. Hi. hi yeah, I forget. Mm. Heidenberg? I know, that's what I was going to say. It's something like that. Yeah. Damn, I feel bad. I don't know her name. I know, it definitely made me think of Breaking Bad, because she also had a chemistry set, and... (laughs) She's the original Heisenberg. Yeah. Well, yeah, where they're, like, really mean to her. Uh, But, like, I don't know, I think they kind of used that as the example to set her up as being, like, this mean girl. Yes. Uh, Rachel McAdams' character, uh... Jessica. Jessica. They make her, or she, I mean, she does, she basically sets this girl up to, like, wear the rival high school's uniform and go out and they, like, TP her. And I think someone throws a toilet lid at the back of her head. (laughs) That's terrible. And that had to be planned because there's no way anyone's just carrying toilet paper like that willy-nilly, you know? Yeah. Or a toilet lid (laughs) and frisbees it (laughs) at this poor girl's face. Totally. It's like, it's a very, like, um, why do I want to say, like, airplane? But that style of comedy. Yeah, there's a slapstick kind of thing sprinkled throughout this, like, when Rob Schneider falls down the bleachers. Yeah. Or gets pepper sprayed down the bleachers, I should say. That that scene got me. Yeah. So, what did we think of, like, pre-everything Rachel McAdams? I mean, really? it's weird because they try to make her likable towards the end because she has gone through this thing, this experience where maybe she got some like perspective, but she, she is kind of just like an Uber bitch. Like the one that the boyfriend who's so sweet, Billy, and yes, she's sweet to him, but it's, it almost comes across like a superficial sweetness. Like she only likes him. Because of the like the the quarterback thing that maybe after she loses him gets some perspective and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. But it's okay. I don't think that the payoff redeems her in any way. Sorry, I, I can tell Bree has something. So no, no, I'm just thinking. I'm, I I don't have anything to say, really. Uh, <laughs> sorry, well, um, I'm just like deep in thought. I'm like trying to think of things about her character, like. I don't know. Trying to make up my mind about her, I guess. I would have to agree that I didn't really realize she's, like, so mean in the beginning of this film. Yeah. Like, so mean. She steals a relic? Oh, yeah. Like an artifact? She steals a thong. (laughs) Wait, she puts it in that other girl's purse and gets her tackled by mall security. Which I feel like mall security does not care like that nowadays. No. Like, they will just let you... I mean, not that I've done it, but I've worked retail, and there's nothing you can really do. You cannot. I've worked retail as well. And People just leave with things. Well, no, that's in, like, the training nowadays. Yeah. It says, let them steal. No one gets tackled anymore. No. Yeah. No, seriously, if you're thinking about stealing something from a store... Do it. You're probably going to get away with it. As long as it's under, like, a certain, like threshold like you know just be careful with earrings and make sure they're not like cursed first yeah yeah don't want to body swap yeah you don't want to wake up in some shithole apartment with a terrible toilet 
Yeah. That looks so bad. That toilet was so disgusting. bad. Like, imagine your household toilet looks worse than, a, like, the worst bath, like, gas station bathroom on the side of a highway you've ever seen. Why? Well, you're looking at me. You're looking at me. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I mean, Brie knows. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, New York Minute starring Mary-Kate and Ashley. A long time ago. Let's just say I'm, like, Ashley Olsen in that film. So. Oh, doesn't she, like, f- get in a fuss about toilet seat cover? Yeah, like, and she's, like, <laughs> like maneuvering about. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that movie. Yeah, it's classic. Damn. It is. Add that to the list. For real. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, at the mall is when we're introduced to, like, the gaggle of, like, popular girls that are friends with Jessica, played by Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, the scene... That I think it's in the trailer, but Rachel McAdams, like, gets a bunch of milkshakes. Oh, yeah. For her friends. Yeah. And does this whole, like, thing with the whipped cream. Like, seductively licking the whipped cream and gets the free milkshakes. So, we have a guy here. So, I feel like it would be, like, remiss of me not to ask you throughout this discussion about certain guy things. So, does that work in real life, Ben? Um, admittedly, yeah. Yeah, like, um, like, here's an example. When I was at Front Porch Cafe as a barista, Uh and I was on the register, there would be times where, like, uh, certain people, I would just hook up. But not, like, hook up and, like, I just wouldn't ring them up. Were they, like, flirting with you, though, and, like, doing stuff with whipped cream? Oh, uh, no, but Or are these I, just, like, people they, who were nice, you know? They were flirting. Okay. But they, uh, they weren't, like, tongue-kissing the whipped cream off their drink. But, like, I would do, like, things where, like, um, you know, if somebody, like, wanted, like, a, I don't know, like a, they ordered just, like, a caramel latte. I would go ahead and, like, put the caramel sauce inside, like, on the inside of the cup and everything, even though that's not necessarily what they ordered and stuff like that. Uh, just because, like, I knew that they appreciated it, and they're already there and, like, flirting and stuff like that. And so, like, yeah, there is, like, that a little bit of that, but not, like... But do they get a free like, drink? Maybe on occasion? That's, like, the sweetest... The sweetest way to put... Like, the sweetest scenario, though. That's so sweet. Oh, well, hey. Well, what I'm trying to say is, there have been times in my life where I've pulled a Rachel McAdams. Not exactly like that, but did you get something good? I don't know. I think there's been times in my life where I've, like, flirted with people to get things. Mm. But that's every now and again. I like to think that pulling a Rachel McAdams is, like, uh... Losing your memory and dying. <laughs> like in the notebook. That's dark. Yeah. Getting hit by a bus all a mean girl. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever done that though? Like Got I feel like oh. girls can get away with stuff. Maybe not like tongue kissing the milkshake, but like I've I mean know. I've definitely flirted. I just it's been a while. I, I haven't had a opportunity like there's nothing I really wanted to, to get, you know, but maybe. Like yeah. I I will admit though. 
to keep pointing back to front porch when I did work there. Uh, our our friend Jack, he worked there at the same time too, and he would tell me like all the time, like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "That girl was totally flirting with you," and I just would not realize. So like that, I do suffer from like a weird like uh, I don't realize when that stuff's happening unless it's very overt, and so like uh, uh. If some girl came into the front of the cafe and was like tongue kissing her yeah. caramel macchiato, I would probably be in a relationship with her because I'd be like, oh, this is so overt. I can shoot my shot, <laughs> you know, but like a casual flirt might just go right over my head. But if they're like, but if they're just trying to get a drink out of me, yeah, then yeah, they'd probably get that drink. It Are you saying it doesn't them. take a lot to get the drink? <laughs> Yeah, no, I think if if someone did even mildly anything like that, like, just, like, eye contact moved the straw to their lips, and then, like, was like, well, have a good day, and, like, walk out, that would have been enough for me. I would have been like, all right, next time, like, if I don't give her to, like, give her the free drink this time, the next time she comes in, that's a free drink. And then that moment will have passed, Ben. And then the guy comes up behind you and is like, what are you doing? You'll never make it in this business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did have someone like uh, walk up to me and just go, here, and like hand me a piece of paper. And I like, grab it in the middle of this rush and throw it in a trash can. And then like later <laughs> on, somebody was like, Ben, uh, are you going to text that girl? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, the girl that gave you her phone number. And I was like, what? And we sifted through the trash can, found it, and it was her phone number. So you just threw it away. I did throw it. I thought she was just handing me trash. And in my mind, like, I'm in the middle of, like, a rush making drinks. And I'm like, what kind of bitch just gives me her trash when you can see me doing this? Like, it just, it did not click. Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't text her either, to be honest. Wow. Huh. Well, you still could. I still hope. No, threw it in the trash. It's uh, over. Yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah, back to the, like, the mall yeah. scene. My favorite part was, which is so 2002, but, like, I love when um the rival popular girl, when Rachel McAdams sticks the thong into her bag and she gets tackled by the security. Mm-hmm. I love that. What did, what did they say? Like, let's go, Winona. Oh, yeah. 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 The Winona Ryder shoplifting reference. She just wanted to feel something. She did. Free that. Winona. Yeah. I mean, she's free now, right? Yeah. I love Winona Ryder. Yeah. I like that you say Winona. 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 <laughs> this is like the crayon. The oh, crayon my God. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you listen to the show, which you do, you're listening right now, find a way to send in whether you say crayon or crayon for the wax coloring uh, utensils? Crayons. Yeah, writing utensils or drawing. For the crayons. Yeah. Crayons or crayons? Crayons. It's crayons. Crayons. Anyway. I say it's a little bit of both. <laughs> Except you totally say crayons. <laughs> but when I feel fancy. When, you, when you've got your pinky out? Yeah. Crayons. Crayons. Oh, oh my god, what did we think about, like, 
one of the girls is named Ling Ling. Oh, what yeah. do we think of her mom? The love, Asian mom. Love her. So sweet. I love that lady, but whoa. One of the most likable characters until she drops the N-word. <laughs> I still I liked her. I liked her even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just like at that point, it was like, oh, they're just going for it. Yeah. It was 2002. Yeah, that's true. I, okay. She was it, trying to be hip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Missy Elliott. She, she was. <laughs> Music was making her lose control. Yeah. She was just working it. She had that bitch and fucking hydraulic lifted, uh, like Impala. That scene was like, oh, I love that. But didn't she say like, tell your friend like lay off the, I don't know, the, take the it easy on the chronic. Yeah. And then she just like balls out. She's just like, got that. Yeah. The hydraulics just bouncing. What I, to, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I'll say listening to Dr. Dre. Oh, for sure. Well, no, I was going to say what I did like about this film is like it was crude. It was, you know, like the comedy is, you know, it's like an Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider film. I really did like, though, just the commitment to the bits. Yeah. Like the Asian mom, because like Ling Ling isn't proud to be like half asian she just identifies as black but her mom keeps coming in and it's like an asian joke yeah but i enjoyed because we don't have that a lot now like everything's so highbrow like and this is lowbrow Mm -hmm. i really did enjoy that or like it's like fucked up as it is i really enjoyed like the heisenberg dots girl like they really committed to the fat jokes (laughs) (laughs) or they really committed to rob schneider having a penis and I, I liked how they'd never stopped. <laughs> yeah. Well, the characters were all committed to them as well, which they could have very, like, uh, you know, like, uh, there wasn't any, like, like, everybody was bought in. Like, and, like, it, it came across in their performances. Like, nobody, I mean, th- these weren't, like, Oscar-winning performances by any stretch of the mat- of the imagination, but at the same time, they were all, like, seemed like they were having a good time, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure at, this would would have been like peak Happy Gilmore production era. Yeah. So I'm sure they were giving out money like crazy, and I'm sure all of these people got great checks out of it. So I'm sure, for sure, yeah. I'm sure that girl was like, "Sure, I'll eat vanilla ice cream with strawberry sauce on top." In in a scene? Are you kidding me? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, okay, also, like, Rob Schneider at the time was, like, peak whatever his shtick was. Mm -hmm. So, like, can you imagine, like, being like, this is my break? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm in a Rob Schneider film. It it, it will sound different in 2002 versus 2022. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Wow, it's been 20 fucking years. Almost. Hello, Dang. darkness, my old friend. Oh my god, that makes me feel really old. I feel like this movie just came out like, I don't know, maybe like maybe ten years ago. You know, not twenty. Dude. No. Dang. That's crazy. I I don't I don't like I don't, that. Let's not think about it. No, because then it like and then it makes me think like like I've known you, Brie. Like, and this is the last tangent. My whole like life, pretty much. Right. But then like. You get a Ben, in two years, we would have technically known each other for 20 years. Yeah, we were in Miss Outland's math class. Ugh. 
20 years. We're only 20 years old. Anyways. What are you talking about? We're not only 20. <laughs> Guess Everyone old. here is only 20 years old. We're so young. We're eternally yeah. youthful. We're vampires. Oh, oh my God. But. <laughs> i know i just got like really depressed i'm like oh. i know like i just like my life flashed before my eyes how do we dig nikki out of the stressy depressies i know can you see that on my face yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it too though okay like, wait, right, wait let's, let's talk about the let's switch talk about let's talk about rob schneider's penis oh well no i was gonna say hold on because we have to talk about probably one of the funnier bits in this whole movie what the drum thing oh, oh yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, where yes. she gets the earrings can we talk just about adam sandler's character in the shop in the mall just talk like about it i just he cracked me up so much yeah he was hit or miss mm-hmm. but when he hit it was really good i i don't know that whole character it's <laughs> it gets me it's so dumb because he talk he talks like this and he's like oh you can put your weed in there did you know and then he's just like I don't know. He's got his long dreads. Like, he's, like, he knows all this, like, he has all this knowledge about, like, Africa and stuff. I'm, like, I don't know. Oh, my God. That was actually really funny, though. Like, his whole thing about this is, like, Nelson Mandela's, like, like a diorama of Nelson Mandela's jail cell. And then talking about apartheid. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, you can put your weed in there. Which is based off an SNL skit, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well. The thing is, is that that character is so on the nose. Like, I don't know how many headshots I've walked into and how many of those dudes or just like stoner dudes in like college that I've met that are that person. They want to have these very serious, like real conversations with you. <laughs> but then they pull out this like wizard dragon bong and they're like, take a rip off that, dude. Check out the crystals on these nugs. <laughs> and it's just like... You go from, like, talking about something, like, very serious uh, and, like, philosophical to just, like, the most heinously ridiculous thing. But. It's very Ross Trent vibes. What's that? Very much so. Oh, Brie. You you don't know Ross Trent. Uh Uh-uh. That's another SNL uh, reference. Oh, okay. Yeah. You should totally look it up. It's, um. Ross Trent. Sandberg. He, uh. He has, like, these dreads, and he, like, joins, like, uh, he's like, I want to be a part of Rastafarianism, and there's a whole song about it. Okay. It's a bop. It's a bop, yeah. Right. Brie and I used to sing that song all the time. I listened to it on repeat. It was such a bop. <laughs> oh, shit. It just makes fun of those kind of, like, that stereotype of dudes that, yeah. Okay. Ross Trent. Yep. Noted. I feel like Adam Sandler's character in this would have, like, Ross Trent vibes. Yeah. You know, like... He'd be like all into Rastafarianism until he sees actual like Rastafarians and then he starts like whispering and like trying to like like look away. Yeah. <laughs> but any other thoughts on on that scene? He can really play the drums. Like the the drum sounded good. I was like, oh, this must be like a, a drum track they're laying over this. But it seemed like a legit like he was. I don't know. Maybe that's just movie making. Maybe that's my belief. My disbelief suspended, but I thought he was really playing. I don't know. I don't know if he was. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, the the way that, that like, you know, she, the, like, this lady's explaining the lore of these earrings and, like, really setting the tone. And the whole time you hear this, like, slow rumble of the drums. Yeah. And it's just building up and building up as the story. And everybody's, like, getting really bought in. And then she just stops and goes, hey, 
stop beating on those drums. And he's like, oh, you can hear that? <laughs> it is really funny. And you know what? It reminds me of Jumanji. Like those drums. Like something mystical's happening. Like... Yeah. I don't know. So good. Yeah. So if you hear drums in the distance, something mystical is happening. Yeah. Is that the sign? Yeah. Damn. So then Rachel McAdams and Rob Schneider do switch bodies. Yeah. Which... Oh, wait. I have I have things to say about this whole finding an earring yeah. thing. Because, like... So, I saw you taking notes when that happened. Yeah. Okay. So they run into him. So after um, Rachel McAdams' character, Jessica, like, steals these earrings, right? They go to a gas station and, like, I guess they want their gas pumped. And Rob Schneider's in there, right, stealing some nachos. They didn't have cash there. So the guy was like, take... Wait, wait, wait. They had $18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only $18. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, he takes the $18, a roll of scratchy lotteries, and puts uh, a whole bunch of nachos in his bag and nacho cheese and leaves. And then she's like, wait, can you pump my gas? Because she thinks he's the gas attendant because he, he does look like one. And then... <laughs> Rude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> drag him. <laughs> Wait, are you calling me rude? Or? No, no, it's just like he did. He did look greasy. He looked like he had been like changing people's oil and like, yeah. No, I hear you. He, yeah, he was looking really greasy. Um, he just looked like Rob Schneider, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, she kind of bullies him, but and it's like you can't feel too bad in a way because he is kind of a criminal. So you're like, eh, you know what I mean. <sighs> I think two things can both be true at the same time. Like, (laughs) did he deserve that? Yeah. Was she also being mean to a stranger? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't know that he had, like, just stole that and was punishing him for doing that. That's true. She was uh, showing her true colors, which is kind of the weird thing that, like, all her friends that, like, I went the rest of the movie being like, oh, these are really sweet people. We're also like totally egging her on and also being kind of like mean high school kid. But I teenagers are mean, so it's true. I mean, I don't know. I it felt very like like it was it doesn't really matter. But it was like a tonal thing too. I think like they changed who Rachel McAdams' character was once inhabited by Rob Schneider. Yeah, I mean once you wake up with a penis when you wake up with changes everything. <laughs> rob schneider's penis i can't imagine and i don't want to but we're gonna talk about it anyways because that's the next scene so but she wakes up with the yeah oh i just i wanted to say like the earrings like he finds the earring like after she drives off who would think just to take an earring like that by itself on the ground nobody like i mean would you be like like the way he holds this earring is like he's found like gold or something and i mean it could be a gold earring but i mean even to sell an earring you have to have two you have to have a big pair right yeah is a pawn shop gonna take i mean it's i don't know well he is kind of a human raccoon especially in this movie so he sees the shiny thing he grabs it okay rob schneider the human raccoon (laughs) that's his biopic Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Nick. you're fine. No, you were trying to say that, and we kept cutting you off. Yeah, so sorry, so, sorry Brie. Oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like that, that earring on its own, like, because I've, I've gone around parking lots and seen random objects, and I, too, 
have some raccoon energy where I'm like, ooh, shiny. Should I take it? I mean, I think I did that earlier with like a cap, like a, a bottle cap. Oh, yeah, you did. And oh. I decided not to. It wasn't shiny enough for me. But so I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe his thought was that it's shiny and he wanted to wear it. Maybe it's not that he was going to sell it for money. I think in the past when I watched it, I was like, oh, he thinks he's going to make some big money. Cause, and I just assumed. Yeah. Well, no, because then he like puts it on and like gets a real kick. Well, Rob Schneider also like for the first part of this movie doesn't say a word really well he says eighteen dollars you have eighteen dollars and then just makes like guttural noises like yeah 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 for like the next like 18 minutes but um he's really getting a kick out of like wearing the earring and like laughing at himself which why did he even have his ears pierced yeah, that's another thing, like, with this whole body swap situation where I think we got to suspend all the disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. But what did we think about the body swap situation? How, how if you guys woke up and you were, like, a man or you were a woman, what's a, what would, how would you guys react? I mean, I, I'd probably freak out, but it depends, like, how, like... Am I Rachel who, McAdams? Yeah, who would I be? Because I could be excited, you know? If I'm attractive, I might roll with it. It just depends. Like, are we waking up as Rob Schneider? Well, I guess you would have to be Rachel McAdams then. Ben, why are you the only lucky one? Yeah, that's not fair. I'm not uh, I'm not going to lie. I probably wouldn't go to work. <laughs> I would just be like, man, like, uh, I'm going to go, like, try to use my feminine wiles. To see if they'll work. I'm going to see if I can tongue kiss a milkshake and get it for free. And So you kind of do what Rob Schneider does, though, become a lady of the night? Oh, for sure. I'd be stripping. <laughs> I'd be, I mean, especially if you're Rachel McAdams, you know? Like, as as much as we don't want to say it all the time, I feel like uh, winning the genetic lottery does kind of get you some perks. And I think I would t- take full advantage of those perks for the- for a day. Like, I might go full hustlers and, like, swindle some dudes out of some money. You would, you would have to for a day. I think it's only fair. I think if you spent a lifetime as a hottie, that might not be actually beneficial. But I think for a, for a day, for a week, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because then it's just on them. Yeah. At the end of the day, I get to go back and I stashed the money somewhere I would know and I could go get it and it's all mine. Hmm. But maybe that's my like, I'd wish for three more wishes kind of weird genie rule break thing. But in all honesty, I would probably like wake up, look in the mirror, pass out, hit my head, spend the rest of the day in the hospital. So. (laughs) Oh man. And they'd be like, who are you? And they're like, no, that doesn't check out. Like, (laughs) yeah, let me see your ID. Yeah. Oh, what about you, Brie? I don't know. Like, if I woke up as Rob Schneider? I guess so. Like, I'd probably have the same reaction as in the film, I would think. I don't know. <sighs> would you find Nikki and be like, I'm going to tell you things only we know about? Yes. I, I think I would have to. I would, like, hopefully, hopefully you would uh recognize me. I think I would, right? I think so. Would yeah. you pepper spray her? Or him? <laughs> possibly probably probably i would probably freak out yeah i don't know if i woke up as rob schneider 
you know what? I probably would act the same. As you normally do? Or the same as As, I... as in the movie. Okay. I think I think Rob Schneider's not... He doesn't do anything for me in like, the looks department. I don't know. I think I wouldn't want to even like touch my own body. I would just be like, ugh. Like, ugh. I it, think you would have the hardest time out of anyone in this room why? with the body swap thing. Why? Can't can't I just body swap as Rachel McAdams? No, because you have to. the The gender swap is a huge aspect of this. Ah, uh, yeah. Why would I have a hard time, Ben? Um, because you're very Type A. And remember when she was like spraying down like deodorant and stuff? I know you were like, "Why wouldn't you just take a shower?" Uh, but I don't know. I feel like you would have like weird, like a weird hang up. Like you, like, I think you legitimately would not want to touch yourself. And like, just, I feel like, you know, when a cat gets scruffed and they like just grab it by the back of the neck, Mm. I feel like you would be a cat grabbed by the back of the neck for the whole day until you woke up and everything was okay. Yeah. But like, if I was like an attractive dude. You think it'd be different? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, hey, cool. Let me just test. I mean, you. I'd spend the. I would take off from work, you know? But what if you didn't know it was just for a day? Like, what if you thought it was. My whole life? Yeah. What if you were like, oh, I guess my life is. I'd this find way. my Rachel McAdams and <laughs> I would have a fun time. Like, why not? It, I, there's like perks to being a good looking dude. So, as long as you're good looking. Yeah, like if you were Billy? If I was Billy. Yeah, why not? Also, like, I love Matthew Lawrence, like, just as an actor. I feel like he's, like, one of those, like, 90s, like, gems. Like, he's in all those, like, Disney movies. He's so cute. He is. Sweet. Would you run off with the Latina cheerleader? Actually, yeah, I thought she was pretty. She was pretty. Here's the thing. So, you know, when Rachel McAdams swaps with Rob Schneider. Mm Mm-hmm. And she seeks out Billy because she misses her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Would you seek me out? To as be like, Billy or as Rob Schneider? As it- Rob Schneider. <laughs> to be like, Ben, it's me. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, you're like, Ben, it's me. The honey bunny. <laughs> would you be scared, Ben? Yeah, Ben, what would you do? Yeah, I'd probably be Billy. I'd be like, uh, dude, I don't know what's wrong. Like, the, the part of me that lived in a city for five years would be like, uh, dude, you need to back the fuck up. <laughs> but I don't know. It depends. I think if you really hit me with some things that, like, only you and I would know about, then I might have to be like, oh, shit, we have to figure this out. Would you be nicer than Billy or would you be like, nah, I can't do this, bro? You're Rob Schneider. You look disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. Because I wouldn't blame you, to be honest. I like to think I'm a pretty nice person. Mm-hmm. And Billy is a really sweet guy in this movie. Yeah. I don't know who's... He might be more sweet than I would be in that. But as soon as I was, like, trying to reach out to you via text, and, like, you were like, Ben, I tried to see you today, and, like, if... if the per- like if I FaceTimed you and I saw Rob Schneider on the other end, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, hold on, Th- she wasn't lying, something's up. But then you wouldn't want to kiss me or like date me. 
Oh, I, yeah, kissing would be off the table for <laughs> until we solve the problem. I'm not going to kiss Rob Schneider. <laughs> oh, my God. Would you kiss it. Rob Schneider? I'm so sorry, dear. This man? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I feel so bad. We've just, I've just, especially <laughs> me, just like dragged <laughs> Rob Schneider, and he's brought me a lot of laughs. Well, also, he was a full-grown man when we were children, so that inherently makes it a little weird almost like kissing your dad yeah i feel like he's like the strange uncle you know what i mean like he's just wilding out yeah he might have some problems he's like your uncle's friend or something just like that's even weirder yeah Yeah. it's like uh the uncle's friend that like shows you a horror movie before you'd ever seen one yeah that happened to me really oh i was on a trip to a bush gardens in tampa florida and uh you know when like people were like putting screens and headrests Mm -hmm. i saw like a nightmare on elm street movie uh on a headrest and a thing and when i got back my mom was like you saw what and like freaked out but anyway were you freaked out though like were you you know because like i've seen a lot of horror movies at a young age and some of them scarred me yeah. No, I actually enjoyed this one. The scariest movie, I, like, I sometimes I'll still have nightmares of it, and it's really just because of the one actor. But have you ever seen Tales from the Hood? No. No, I've heard of it. It's like Tales from the Crypt, but, like, uh, like a, a version, like, made by, like, black actors and, like, black producers. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a gentleman in it who, if you've ever seen Half-Baked, have you all seen Half-Baked? I have not. I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, there's an actor in it that was also in Half Baked. Great, uh, great actor, but has the scariest eyes, and his eyes haunt me. Every now and then, I'll have a nightmare, and he'll be in it. Oh, <laughs> dang! Still, still to this day, yeah. It just it got me at that right age, and he just looked scary enough. There's, I don't think it's a scary movie at all, but that scared me as a kid. Oh, irrationally. Sorry, I know I derailed. No, it's okay. I'm like resisting the urge to be like, you know what scared me? <laughs> but what did scare you? The okay. hot chick. The hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. Rob Schneider. No, you know what? And I still to this day, it's not like a person, but it's a song. That if I I literally like I was at a grocery store a couple years ago and they played the song over the loudspeakers. And I was like, it's fine. I'm not a little kid anymore. Wait, what What song, Nick? Okay, it's by the Crash Test Dummies. It's called Mmm. 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 How does it go? It's just, just a series of M's? Yeah. <laughs> and he, actually thinking about it g- gives me a lot of anxiety. I don't know. It's just the way he talks and just the the way he sings the song. It really, like... It's always really like creeped me out. Like I can feel my heart rate like beating right now. You look a little freaked out. Is it is it in a movie though? Like a horror movie or the the song? No, it's just it's a song that just like freaks me out. I wonder if something happened when that song was played. Like that's no. I think it's just the way he sings it. It it, like something about it. It's just like gets under my skin. It's so weird. Are (laughs) Are you gonna play it, Ben? I'm looking for it. Yeah, it's like Crash Us Dummies. Mm. Once there was this cute 
this scares you? <laughs> I hate this voice. I hate his voice. <laughs> I okay. I'm, That's gonna be my new alarm. The, the whole chorus is him going with that voice. Mmm. Oh, we didn't get to that part. Okay, it's a little strange. <laughs> yeah, that is a little creepy. This, this could go up there with the Marilyn Manson music. I like Marilyn Manson's music a lot more than this. I don't... Uh, that gave me a lot of anxiety. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My, like, feet are so... Like, okay. You got those penguin feet? I got those penguin feet, Ben. Wow. Her feet get, like, ice cold and all clammy, and I call them penguin feet. You had to put them all on, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Just gotta warm them up. <laughs> are you okay nick <laughs> sorry i outed you about your penguin feet you can edit that out no, if you want not. i'm so disturbed by that song i know i'm i know i'm off the mic right now are you seem so terrified oh no <laughs> I was gonna try to freak you out by looking out the window. Oh, I was like, "Oh, is it raining?" <laughs> it's the, that. It's that man. It's the lead singer mm-hmm. crashing. You're gonna, you're gonna have nightmares now tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna get back to the hot chick. I will let you okay. know though. I was a grown ass adult in the Foodorama, mm-hmm. and that song played in the frozen food aisle. Damn it, Foodorama! And I literally had the worst anxiety attack, and I had to leave. That was the last time I heard that song. Wow. Why would they be playing? Okay, grocery stores are supposed to play bops, like Natasha Bedingfield, Unwritten, you know, things Pocket like that. Pocket Full of Sunshine. Pocket Full of Sunshine. Actually, that was playing last time I was in the grocery store, like legit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Well, you can- paradise and put a parking lot. Yeah. I think that song also came out in 2002. Don't call no me No way. I think so. I thought about that song the other day. I think because they literally paved like a right <laughs> <laughs> where I work, like the lot. They paved the lot, and I was like, "Oh, they paved paradise to put up a parking lot." I wanted to say it out loud, but I knew if I did, so I'd get like no one would appreciate it. So I was like, mm, "Keep it to myself." I would have. I would have. Y'all weren't there. Now you can try out your material on me when I come in to get a coffee. Thanks. <laughs> or on me. Okay, next time. But you know what's also kind of nightmarish? Mm. Okay, so the sleepover scene. Once Anna Ferris's character finds out that Rob Schneider is really Jessica, mm-hmm. all the girls, which is another buy, but they all the other girls are like, yeah, you're Jessica, Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. And they have a sleepover where they do all these like stereotypical like girl things. Mm-hmm. And then Rob Schneider and them have a pillow fight. (laughs) (laughs) I know where this is going. Thoughts on this. Also, I will say I'm a female and I was a teenage girl. I never have had a pillow. Well, actually, I have. And it did kind of turn out like the Rob Schneider pillow fight. Really? Who was it with? And who was the Rob Schneider? Well, we're not going to say names. Okay. But there was this girl. 
who was kind of like a bully, but we were all like in a tent and just like hitting each other with pillows. And she really wanted to like get me. Oh, and like snap. she like knocked the wind out of me. Like she was like trying to beat me with a pillow and like I like pushed her and <laughs> yeah, you know. You pushed back. I pushed back. But Dang. it was like Did I you like, pushed her into the wall. Or no, <laughs> not I'm not that strong. But I held my own and I remember I had a Cinderella pillow. Oh nice. Know, so fighting with the Disney princesses. But I digress. Thoughts on the sleepover scene. One. I think that that was actually Rob Schneider's ass. <laughs> Even though you say it's a stand-in. No, it's a stand-in. That's not his butt. That is his butt. I like to agree with Ben. Yeah. No, way too They were his toes. Nice. They were his toes. And it was his butt. No. And... <laughs> Even though I don't believe that people get into pillow fights like that, I've been at sleepovers and had some pillow fights... With We're boys? Yeah, dude, All guys. dudes. And we beat the shit out of each I probably have mild, like, CTE from those pillow fights. Yeah. Dang. Because you get it where, like, you get the, the pillowcase to the point where, like, you're holding just the pillowcase, but swinging a whole pillow around and just bashing people with it. So you were Rob Schneidering with the boys. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But, like, you could get Rob Schneidered, too. <laughs> like, you gotta watch out. Is that out. a threat or is that a promise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep your head on a swivel. You don't know. You wow. don't know where it's coming from. But Also, can I just say, like, Anna Ferris in that scene is wearing, like, a child's nightie with Barbie on it. As, like, a 16-year-old. Says the Honestly. girl that wears girls' pants. <laughs> hey. Or the woman that wears girls' pants. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can like, edit no that out comment. too. No, it's just because I'm like petite. Yeah, no, yeah. It's just because I'm like skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. They're probably cheaper too. Kids' clothes yes. are cheaper. So you just you won the genetic lottery. Thank you. Don't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bree, did you have thoughts on the pillow fight? Um, just it was kind of intense, you know? <laughs> I don't know, it was all fun and games until, you know, till it wasn't. Until yeah. Rob Schneider, you know, slammed them all into the wall. Yeah, until you like, get yeah. a fixed drywall. Yeah, which I feel like they just glaze over that. It's like, oh, well. Like, I feel like the next scene when they're in the room, it's like the drywall's fixed. Like, it never happened. Oh, like that poor Anna Ferris's poor mother in this is always so worried about her daughter. Can you imagine the aftermath of that sleepover night? Yeah, how does she not, like, just bust? I'm so surprised she's not just, like, opening the door like, what's going on in here? And then, like, you know what I mean? Really raising the stakes or something. Yeah. She's a good mom. She respects boundaries. Yeah, that was nice. For sure. But I'm pretty sure she died in that car accident. Oh, we didn't... Hmm. Oh, yeah. Did we ever get a follow-up? Did we ever see what happened to her? Because her head falls on the steering wheel, and then she it cuts away. That's super dark. <laughs> like, And the dad, the dad that's care. just, like, focused on his models, like, not models, like, female... No, like... Like, lingerie models, but, like, airplane models and, like, uh... He's just like, uh, you need to find something to occupy more of your time. And what does he say to her, like, the last thing? Oh, like, oh. if you mess this up for uh, our daughter, like, I'm, get, I'm I've 
what did he say? I'll send you away. I'm going to send you away. Yeah, like, he sent a hit out on that lady or something. <laughs> Maybe he told yeah. the van to roll by. Yeah, that, like, Brinks that, truck that, that right. drove by. <laughs> I don't know. Suspicious. There is, like, a dark, like, this could have been a horror movie in, like, a different... It's like in a parallel universe. The hot chick is like a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of scenes. I mean, halfway through, I was like, dude, like, this is like mildly like creepy and could have been a horror movie. And we even looked up, people made, Brie pulled it up that like somebody had made a horror trailer for it. And it wasn't, they didn't pick the good scenes. No, it was also kind of short. It, it wasn't like a lot of scenes. Like, I feel like it could have been done better, like more. Yeah. Really pushed it, not just a bunch of scary music. Like Yeah. Yeah. Gotta pick better scenes. But dude. I mean well you know, I think like with this film though, like some things like really land and mm-hmm. some things like really don't. Like I thought Taquito did not really Oh my land. god, yes. I wrote a note about Taquito. I'm like, oh, this is pretty racist. <laughs> like just I don't know. Yeah. Um as, as funny as I think some of the stuff was, like with uh, the mom, mm. like shooting her shot with Taquito. Yeah, that was funny. Most of it did not work. Also, Taquito loses his accent several times and no one pays him no mind. Also, they are paying him like to do nothing. Or, like, maybe he mows the lawn but to, like, be his, their friend. Yeah, which is so weird. Like, what's going on with that family? Because that's a little strange. Yeah. They're about to, like, be like that meme of, like, we saw you cross the bar and we really like your vibe to Taquito the whole time. Yeah. It's a little spooky. Yeah. Did you see those shorts the dad was wearing when he was playing basketball? It was an invitation. Yeah. They Wait, were- an invitation to what? Get in that booty? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but is there anything we want to discuss before we jump into like the whole finale? Um Yes. The club scene. Like the dance. Oh yeah, can we the talk dance about the nightclub? The nightclub. Yeah. Um I just gotta say those moves. Oh. Pretty awesome moves. Yeah. And those outfits, like everyone's belly button just hanging out at the club. Yeah, they look like Bratz dolls. Yeah. And they were doing like the Monica and Ross dance from Friends oh, for yeah. a hot second. Yeah, you swivel to the right, you swivel to the left. Yeah. They played Shake It Fast, which was in every early aughts movie. Mm-hmm. Or Shake Your Ass, you know. Mystical. Yeah. Gotta have some Mystical on the track. But the bathroom scene with the oh, my bathroom God. attendant. Where he, like, that line of if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it, has crept into, I don't know, it's like, I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but, like, that became something that, like, has, like, permeated and become, like, a thing. Where, like, as a dude, if you're in the bathroom and there's people in there and you are shaking it at the end, you think... Don't shake it too much because somebody will think you're playing with it. And it's because of either that movie or whatever that line comes from. Wow. Is it, was it just in the zeitgeist? It must have been. Time? But like you like put it away, which I think is kind of messed up because 
I think there's a lot of dudes out there, without getting too serious, that deal with, like, dribble. Ew! And if you only shake it twice, you're gonna get dribble. So it's kind of a fucked up, weird rule to enforce on people. So maybe it should be more like five times. Or like four. Like a good one, two, three, four. <laughs> like on the beat? Yeah. I think you do it as much as you need to. <laughs> if, if you get fully torqued at the urinal, you've done it too much. You're, you're in a different space. <laughs> a different headspace. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Get it all out. And then go about your business. Because no one wants to walk around with two little dribbles. No. Like, si- like going back to class and like sitting down and being like, oh, man. <laughs> Nobody wants to no! deal with that. Why? Did that happen to you, Ben? Yeah, it's happened to me. It's happened to everybody. Well, not I me. I can't relate. I don't can't even know relate. what that means. Like, I don't I don't know if I want to know. Like, it, it, Think about it like this. It's still there. Like, it's not. Imagine you use a straw. Uh-huh. And you take the straw out. There's not drink in there, but there's still a little bit in there. And if you wiggle it, it might dribble out. Okay. That is essentially what happens. And, oh. it, and I know we're getting super off topic again, but yeah. And like, you would really have to shake it out. Shake it fast. Yeah. Or watch, just. Watch just... <laughs> <laughs> Show me what you're working with. I mean, noted. When I turn into Rob Schneider, can I like switch places with you or something? Like, I'm not into this Rob Schneider switching places. If y'all switched places with each other, would it still work? You think? Yeah. (laughs) What would still? Oh yeah, yeah. You're attracted to each other, but then you'd also be looking at yourselves in a way. The only thing is, is I wouldn't want to kiss me, (laughs) Nikki. But (laughs) (laughs) I love how free you're like. Are you insinuating that I would want to kiss myself? Possibly. Would you? <laughs> like, would you kiss yourself? Yeah. See, uh, I go, no, I'm not kissing me. I uh, should try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nikki's like, I've done this before. I've switched bodies. I'm kissing myself. <laughs> I'll look in the mirror. <laughs> like, oh, you're God. so cold. <laughs> and flat. Oh, boy. <laughs> I would switch places with a lot of people, just not Rob Schneider. Anyways, um, but yeah, do you want to talk about the finale, the prom scene? Okay, yeah, we totally can. Um, yeah. and I just want to say this whole time, like when Rob Schneider gets a job at the school as a janitor. Oh my god, it gets it gets even more weird, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, Anna Ferris falls in love with her best friend, but not really because like. She creates this fake persona mm-hmm. called Spence. Yeah. And then falls in love. And she's like, I'm in love with Spence. But wouldn't you be in love with Jessica? I don't know. I think it's because it's a man and it's because it's her best friend. It's like, I guess it's like that person knows her. She like trusts them. And I don't know. It's probably the most decent she's been treated by a guy. So I think it's just that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's real love. I think. I don't know. Obviously. She's for for sure confused. Yeah. She sees man, best friend, sensitive. She can be herself. This person's being very genuine and honest with her, but also she's seen their penis. Yeah. <laughs> and also incredibly young. 
so just confused and yeah it's a lot to unpack (laughs) i feel like there's a lot of people that walked away from this with serious psychological trauma (laughs) oh yeah billy particularly oh yeah especially billy poor billy yeah i mean he relived uh like dodging molestation i know yeah no that was messed up it was something about his camp counselor and his uh but, but like, a it's like a priest, or, priest? or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a cheap joke, but then, like, if you think about it for more than that, like, cheap joke, you're like, whoa. He yeah. immediately was like, Father Samuel? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> ben, have you seen Superstar? Yes. Okay, what are your thoughts on Superstar? I love that movie. Okay, it's good. Really good. You're, I like you. I'll, I'll keep you. That was, <laughs> yeah. You passed the test. Yeah, your birthmark looks like shit. <laughs> don't know the next line but i know that line yeah i don't think there is a next line okay cool but my point sorry (laughs) my point about superstar it kind of there's like elements of like a movie like that in this somewhere very deep but superstar is way superior yeah when i say booga booga you better booga booga (laughs) (laughs) any other thoughts um Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I think it, like, the prom, like, going to prom with the janitor is not a good look. That's because Anna Ferris's character goes to prom with Rob Schneider, and he's currently the janitor. So it's just kind of like, it's going to raise eyebrows. But no, we suspend disbelief again. So it's like, I never really noticed all these times watching it. I totally forgot, you know, because they choose to focus on, like, really specific little things in the movie and not, like, the big picture a lot of times, I feel. Because that would be a horror movie. Yeah. Well, because yeah. we, we also don't get to see Rachel McAdams' character a lot. Like, there's a couple flashes. We we get to know she's become, like, a streetwalker lady of the night, but we don't know. Because it gets sad. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. think it turns into a situation, like, there was a point in time where, like, I would be very bored and, like, there'd be, like, a usually like a group of like male friends or something and like to get their attention i'd be like you know what guys i think i'm gonna start an only fans what do you think let's plan this out and then you'll go down like a- wait what yeah and like i've done that a couple times and, and just to get their are, attention yeah and people are always very interested and like oh okay well let's craft the username so i know what it is <laughs> <laughs> but every time i've had that conversation it gets very serious and I think it would be a different movie if we followed this Rachel McAdams storyline of being, like, a lady of the night. But it's not Rachel McAdams. It's Rob Schneider as Rachel McAdams. So it's if this is a guy and he's already a shitty guy, he's not going to care about, like, selling his body for money. Well, no. the only thing is, is he didn't seem very willing to do anything outside of, like, dance and get money. He didn't even dance good. They took out everything, like you'd want to see in Rachel McAdams too in that strip club at the finale. Yeah. Well, cause like, I don't think Rob Schneider, even as Rachel McAdams is like freelance and BJ's in the alley behind the strip club. I think she's beating dudes up. Yeah. St- taking their money. She's not actually doing anything. So it would kind of be a weird, like hustlers redemption story thing where she's like, but totally a different film. Totally a different film, yeah. Hustlers was great, though. It was. Just got to say. The one thing that we're glossing over Mm. is um, Ashley Simpson. (laughs) The most important (laughs) part of this film. Well, that and Michelle Branch. I didn't even recognize her. If it's the same Michelle Branch. It has to be. 
You think it was a different one? Well, I mean, like, the thing is, she's played, the, what, the DJ? Yeah, it's but, her. But, like, I feel like they never, like, hang on the DJ long enough for you to even notice. Like, you'd have Mm-mm. to be, like, the biggest Michelle Branch fan. Like, you'd have to be on the family tree to know that that was Michelle Branch. <laughs> to be on the Michelle Branch? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think, like, it was just, like, a little cameo as her as the DJ, but in the prom scene, it, they do play a Michelle Branch song. So. Oh. Really? I yeah. didn't really notice. Because you're everywhere to me. That's a bop. They should have played that song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, yeah. Michelle Branch is underrated. She is. Ashley Simpson's my favorite of the two. I feel like she's also underrated. Like, Wait, what? Yeah, I prefer Ashley to Jessica. Oh, okay. I thought you were <laughs> meaning between <laughs> Michelle Branch and her. No, 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 no. So, okay. But, but everything, like, it's tied up with a nice bow. Like, they swap back and... Yeah. Well, maybe not for Rob Schneider. Well, yeah, maybe not for him. He rode off the bartender. Which, okay, what was up with that scene? He gets, like, arrested and put in the cop car, right? And then he looks over at Anna Ferris, which is weird. They're, like, giving each other eyes and, like, winking at each other, even though they've never said a word to each other. It's almost like, does he remember everything yeah. that happened? Like, do, do your memories from your body come back to you when you were, the other person was you or something? I'm like, what or is Or was happening? it just, like, he was flirting with, with a stranger? I don't know what. I flirting in that on. outfit? I think Anna Ferris was looking at him and still confused. And was giving him eyes and he was like being like hey mm. you know like maybe there's a little something something going on here but then he got loose and was like all right i'm out okay i guess that makes sense well any final thoughts on this movie if i had to rate it yeah rate it on a scale of and nikki knows me i tend to like like most things and will give almost anything a fair shake. But to me, this is a two but out of five. But not more than two times. But not more than two times, yes. Very good. But I would give this a two out of five. It's below okay. average. has major plot holes. Okay. It's not so bad that it's completely unwatchable. But it has very few redeeming qualities, I think. It's very, like, spotty. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't, like, so, like, a five would be, like, like a great film. Like, something that moves culture. Four is, like, above average. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why is that funny? Because <laughs> Bree's gonna go and be, like, five <laughs> stars. Uh, uh, Sorry, I just, I have a feeling. <laughs> um, a four is, like, a good, like, a great movie. Like, uh, maybe doesn't move the needle outside, like, uh, of culture, but, like, has an impact and is above average in what it sets out to do. Three is, like, pretty, like, like, it's, it's a, a one movie. It's good. Mm-hmm. Try to think of a good three. Okay, so here, here's a good way to gauge it. Like, uh, Zombieland. Zombieland, a four. Four. Doesn't shake up the way we look at zombie movies. I'd say it's Shaun of the Dead, five. Oh, okay, yep. Shaun of the Dead is a five out of five. Great movie from start to finish. 
Zombieland 4. Very stylish. But it's just a zombie movie. It's I funny. I love Zombieland, though. Great movie. But not like... It's not like it's not like that. Then like, I'm trying to think of like an analog for like a three, and I don't know why. I'm just trying to explain why I'm giving this movie a two. Um, but like, just like one solid zombie movie that exists. Like, uh, there's got to be one out there. Like, like a World War Z. Yeah, yeah, World War it's Z. All right. Yeah, that's a three. But then a two would be like, shit, I don't even know. Yeah. Like like the Resident Evil movie. Like it's. I like that movie. I'm not, I'm not a fan. It's fun. Yeah. But, I disagree on that rating, but. Okay. So, Brie, how many, um, what, what is the rating scale? Like As, out of. Out of five is fine. Out of five, what so? Out of five magical earrings? Yeah, I was gonna give it a four. <laughs> a four, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think just because I really enjoy it, and <laughs> I just I'm really liberal with my reviews. Um, there's not a lot in between for me, but I think on a real scale, it's probably more like a three. But I I think I'd give it a four just because I think it's nostalgic and I'd watch it again and it makes me laugh. Okay. Yeah. There were some good laughs. Yeah. Yeah. I told Nikki the other night. I was like. Like, uh, like when we're hanging out at the house, you can like, the walls aren't that thick and you can just hear people laughing at the TV really loud. And I always say like, man, like I wish I laughed like that while watching things. And I did laugh out loud pretty hard while watching this. So you did. Yeah. You did that little thing in your voice where like when you're really like laughing. So what you mean? You like, there's like a break in your voice when you laugh really hard. Oh, okay. Yeah. But any other final thoughts? I don't know. What would be your rating, Nick? I would go two and a half magical earrings. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, because like I would say it's a fun film. Okay, it is not like <sighs> revolutionary. It's not a great film. It's. It's one metric movie. Like Richard Roper says, it, you know, it is colorful and in focus. But because of that little bit of heart and because of those laughs, which don't always work, but when they do work, they surprisingly work. Yeah. So, yeah, two and a half. Cool. So I enjoyed it. It's fun. And it's it's one I'd, I'll watch again and again. Yeah. It was actually, I think it's a better movie than The Sweetest Thing. Like, just as Structure-wise. Yeah, like, structure yeah. and everything. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, four stars. I mean, earrings. <laughs> I will say, unless someone puts this movie on in the future, I will never go out of my way to rewatch it. Wasn't this your idea, though, to, to watch? Just Oh, yeah. Wasn't this saying. your idea? Oh, I thought it would be a funny movie. For y'all to do. It wasn't because you secretly love the movie? It's not because I secretly love the movie, no. Oh. Ah, that's I what just, I believed. I thought that it, it would be fun to kind of look at this with kind of the lens that y'all come at movies with. Uh, especially when you like kind of like look at the fact that it came out around the same time that the animal 
came out and how like it's kind of weird that they were like trying to establish Rob Schneider as kind of this like comedic actor that does like body swap stuff. <laughs> it was a time. It was a different time for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I think wanna... it'd be fun to see him body swap again. <laughs> Yeah. Bring it back. Do a reprise of the hot chick. Imagine, because you know how like uh, Steve Buscemi has been in a handful of Adam Sandler movies. Like, oh he, yeah, he's, he's in there a lot. He's in Big Daddy, my favorite Adam Sandler film. He's in Crazy Eyes. Yeah, that's Mr. Deeds. Oh, he's Crazy Eyes in that. But ah, damn it! But he's the homeless he's, man in Big Daddy. Yeah, and he's uh Billy Madison. Uh, or he's not Billy Madison, but he's in Billy Madison as mm-hmm. the sniper. Yes. Yeah. He was cr- in a recent movie, too. Like, whatever that Halloween was. Halloween movie oh. that Adam Sandler put out. Oh. I didn't see it. It was good. But, yeah. But Steve Buscemi. Imagine Steve Buscemi, the hot chick. <laughs> I dig it. That would be funny. He would be comedic in a different way, though. He'd be like, he'd be like making his weird faces, you know? With like... those butthole eyes. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> oh. But you know who looks like Steve Buscemi? But young, who? Pete Davidson. <gasps> nah. With the butthole eyes. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nikki knows how I feel about. I've Pete never Davidson. heard those. That, oh my god. Y'all I'm on Kanye's side. Just think about it. I'm <laughs> Team Pete. I'm also Team Pete. Pete and Pete over here. Yeah. <laughs> never seen an episode, but I get the reference. What? Yeah. Apparently, the guy. The older brother mm-hmm. did some uncool shit lately. Look into it if you want to. I have okay. no idea who that is. Oh, man. It's unfortunate. I listened to a podcast for a really long time, and he was a guest on there. Mm. When it was like, this podcast, like, for them to get a guest like that is, like, pretty cool. And it was a great episode. And I was like, man, I really like this guy. And then to find out he did what he did, I was like, oh. Oh boy. So do I even want to know? I think it was like domestic violence. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Womp, womp, like the Debbie Downer music. Rachel Dratch yeah. pops out. Exactly. But you want to see us out, Brie? <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a lot of ups and downs. Uh, I know. It's an emotional roller coaster. No! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, well, thank you guys for, for listening. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the late to the party pod and give us a rating or review on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. And, um, yeah, thank you, Ben, for, for joining thank us today. You, oh yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun doing this. If, uh, you ever need or, uh, are kind enough to have me back, I'd love to do it. For sure. And where can we follow you? Oh, um, I am on Twitter. At Hitbox Detective. And uh, same thing on, uh, if you go, really, if you go there, you can find everything. So, uh, yeah. And, um, and yeah, I'm Nick D. Jensen on all platforms. And I'm Brie underscore Piconi. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Mm.